Hello, and welcome to the Origins Podcast, hosted by Ian Pullman and Vicente Enriquez. Hey guys, welcome into the show. My name is Ian, and here with me is my co-host. Hey there, this is Vicente. And you are listening to the Origins Podcast. This is episode number 13, the origins of the unlucky number 13. (laughs) All right, I, I, I was really excited for this one. This was an interesting one to research, definitely. Uh, But before we get into it, just want to remind you all, you can follow us on Facebook at Origins, a history podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at origins.ahistorypodcast. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. So thank you all for your, your continued support. And yeah, let's go ahead and get into this episode. Let's see why the number 13 is considered so unlucky. It's um, superstition, but... Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so the early myths and legends um, surrounding the number 13, there there's several. Uh, one of the very earliest one uh, ones is... Uh, it has to do with the law code of Hammurabi, and for those that are familiar, that is the world's oldest legal document from Mesopotamia. Yeah, it was like pretty much like the first written law ever that we know of. You know, that was in history so far. So, I I, I appreciate the Hammurabi's law. So, what what was the thirteen now? So, on the law code, uh, it reportedly omitted a thirteenth law from its list of legal rules. But in reality, the omission was actually just a clerical error, and um, uh, by one of the document's earliest translators, and they didn't include a few a few lines of text there. Um, and in fact, the code isn't numerically listed at all. The laws aren't numerically listed. So this is just a, a superstition, a myth that doesn't hold it, up. It just goes back, to, and that's even like a typo or a mistake. Okay. Basically, it, okay. it lost in translation, you know. So kind this, of. this is kind of like, I guess, the earliest signs of how 13 became taboo, right? Exactly. So the law code of Hammurabi wasn't the only early myth. Um, the Norse actually had a myth um, or a legend that um, evil and turmoil was introduced to the world by the appearance of uh, the god of mischief, Loki, at a dinner party in Valhalla. Uh, Loki was the 13th guest, and he upset the balance of the 12 gods that were already there in attendance. Yeah, uh, that sounds very similar to Jesus, 12 apostles, and 13 yeah, exactly. Judas, right? It is, because uh, one of the other, uh, a little bit, it's a little bit later, but one of the later myths is that Judas Iscariot, he was the um, 13th guest to arrive at the Last Supper. And he was, of course, the person who betrayed Jesus. So it's just, it's already just dealing with uh, unfortunate stuff. You know, like pretty much God of Mischief, uh, a typo in the law, you know, like. Betrayer um, of Jesus. Betrayer of Jesus. (laughs) So it's already building up to being like surrounded with these negative aspects, right? Yeah. So the number 13 already we see here has become... You know, a little bit taboo, Um, and especially much later on, but in the 1890s, uh, quite a few English language um, sources began to relate the unlucky 13 to the idea 
of the Last Supper and Judas. So, you know, the, this world has revolved around Christianity for over a thousand years at this point. And, you know, they in the 1890s, we see this idea pushed. It's it just another little thing to like, hey, uh, join our religion. You know, it's just like, it just feels like another thing to bring in the idea of religion and me being more, you know, oh, look at these coincidences, you know? You yeah. Think, you think this is just like randomness? No. Like, <laughs> I, I already feel like the religion, like religious, you know, like the, the priest and everything figured out, hey, I, well, continue, continue, because I could talk about numbers and go off on that. But <laughs> right, well, Yeah, we're going to talk about the number itself mathematically, the number 13. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, finally, there is uh, in the in the 20th century, there was a businessman and an author. His name is Thomas Lawson, and he published a novel entitled Friday the 13th. And it was about a rogue stockbroker who chose that date, Friday the 13th, to destroy the stock market. And this was a science fiction book in 1907. So that's when we see 13 associated with Friday. And we also see, you know, that starts to become an unlucky thing as well. But so 13 it, continues to be like unlucky. An author already inspired by the the, the, thir- the number 13, right? And, and Friday, I don't know, like, it's interesting also how Friday is, Friday the 13th is like the unluckiest one. But yeah, this like yeah, twenty first century already. That's kind of like a, a mainstream novel, I guess, and people are already like, wow, like yeah, number thirteen, right? You always hear about it, so yeah, it's, it's more pop culture now. So. It's becoming more and more prominent as a, an unlucky number. So those are some of the early myths and legends surrounding the number. Um, now we're gonna look at events that uh, that either happened on Friday the 13th or happened on the 13th day of the month. Um, so one of the early ones is Friday the 13th, um, which fell in October 1307. And King Philip IV of France, he ordered the arrest of the Knights Templar, who uh, were, most, most of them were tortured and killed. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the Knights Templar, they were founded around 1118. They were a monastic military order. They were devoted to the protection of pilgrims traveling to the Holy Land. Um, uh, You know, they were active during the Crusades. So King Philip of France kills a lot of these guys, arrests a lot of these guys on Friday the 13th. So the negative connotation is that these soldiers that were fighting for God were killed by the king on on this day. By the tyrannical king on Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th. Okay. So there's another... 13, you know. And it's still, it's still religious-based, too. That's interesting. Okay. Um, much, much later, um, the Apollo 13 <laughs> space mission was supposed to land on the moon. And on April 13th, 1970, there was an explosion. And it halted the mission's return back to Earth. You know, I'm sure everyone has seen the movie with Tom Hanks and everything, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Apollo 13, the number 13 we see there on the mission number, uh, and then on April 13th. So, again, two 13s, and there was kind of this idea that the mission <laughs> went bad because of those 13s, right? I, I mean, these are all NASA scientists, so I bet they're like, superstition, whatever. <laughs> but I guess 
take at least take like they were like you know what we should date it for some other time but yeah the very tragic day that 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 uh spaceship that exploded at the time that was very tragic event in, U in u.s history and 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 again we see more 13 here um <laughs> so and i didn't get an exact date on this but there was a 13 year old teenager in the uk and he was struck by lightning on Friday the 13th. And apparently, you know, he, he had his watch set to like military time or whatever, yeah. you know, like 1400, 1500. And the watch was at 1313. So the legend goes. So all these 13s, again, unlucky, bad things are happening when it comes to this number. Okay. I mean, that's very unlucky. Very <laughs> I mean, very coincidental for sure, but yeah, getting struck by lightning, very unlucky. Uh, that, that's interesting. So far, like, you know, we're gonna get more into the superstition part of it later, right now. But I, I already, I'm already like feeling the it's just coincidence, right? But okay, right. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But so far, we've seen these early myths and legends surrounding the number that have made it unlucky. Now we're seeing all these coincidences happening happening with the number 13 on the 13th day, on Friday the 13th, whatever, yeah. right? This isn't even religious now. It's just, it's just an unlucky report. Like someone like, oh, hey, this happened <laughs> on the 13th. So it's, it's building its terrible reputation, right? Now we're going to look at the number from a mathematical standpoint here. So uh, mathematicians and scientists they've pointed to the preeminence of the number 12 in the ancient world, which was considered a perfect number many uh, in many ancient cultures. Well, we already got the Jesus and the Norse one, 12. And, 12. And then one more makes it unfortunate, right? Yeah. Raise so, a negative. So the ancient Sumerians, they developed a numerical system uh, that used 12, you know, so... Uh, to measure like the time of day and stuff. So mo uh, most calendars have 12 months. A single day has two 12 hour half days. Um, you know, 12 is a recurring theme in our, in our, uh, in our lives mathematically from a, from a time standpoint, you know, yeah, like the zodiacs too. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, yeah. And then, yeah, there's zo the zodiac signs. There's, um, you know, lots yep. of, lots of 12. 12 days of Christmas, right? That's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, uh, humans in general are pretty obsessed with symmetry, right? So, yeah, like you said, there's 12 zodiac signs, 12 apostles, 12 days of Christmas, a dozen roses, a 360-degree circle divides into 12, right? I mean, even the word dozen. I mean, you don't have any other word for other numbers like that. Yeah, not not very often. I mean, that's that's a... That's a pretty, uh, I mean, it, it's pretty iconic in the word, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't think of another word. Like, I want eight, eight of something. When, like, I want 12 of something. No, you, you need a dozen. <laughs> exactly. So 12, like, it's just a word in itself, too. That's interesting. So 12 is, you know, 12 is a perfect number, really. And, you know, 13 comes in and it just throws everything off balance. You know, 13 has a very bad place in the numerical scale, in the numerical order, right? I mean, yeah, like when you say, talk about symmetry and I mean, uh, I mean, we human as humans, we like to find symmetry and stuff. And 13 is not very a nice number, right? I mean, even when you put like change the volume, 
You want to have like an even number or something. 12 or 15 or something. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to put it on 13. What are you like? like Insane. (laughs) Psycho. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, so 13 is in a bad place on the number sequence, you know, um, uh, in traditional mathematics and esoteric numerology, uh, you cannot get a better number than 12 actually. Um, it's the only positive integer considered a sublime number. And a sublime number is a positive integer, which has a perfect number of positive factors, including itself. So 12 has a, is a perfect number, has a perfect number of positive factors. Six, its, uh, its factors are one, two, three, four, uh, six, and 12. And the sum of these factors is perfect. 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 6 plus 12 equals 28. So 12 is like this crazy, crazy, perfect it, number, right? You, you know what? I, I'm just realizing, like, I remember in elementary school, like third grade, right? They started teaching you multiplication tables, and they stop at 12. Yeah. You, you know, like, I was like, I remember, like, well, mine stopped at 12. And I'm like, you got to learn till the 12th ones. I'm like, why 12? I always wondered that. Because so, 13 is awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, why do you want to learn the 13s? You can learn the 12s, and they're pretty nice, too, still. As we're seeing here, there's a really hard bias against the number 13. Because or even how odd cool numbers, right? Because <laughs> yeah, even, like, even 11s, like, learning the 11s multiplication table was terrible. <laughs> but I, I like the 12 better. So it's interesting. Yeah. 13, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't know the 13 fact, like, tables. So, so now we've seen... Not a nice number. <laughs> <laughs> now we've seen here... Um, we've seen the early myths and legends surrounding the number 13. We've seen, um, uh, you know, uh, bad things, coincidences that have happened on the 13th day or, or Friday the 13th or whatever. Now we've seen the numerical, uh, the mathematical reasons why 13 is kind of odd, you know, and compared to its neighbor 12. But let's look at some modern associations with the number now we have some st- statistics and stuff to look at. So researchers estimate that at least 10% of the United States population has a fear of the number 13. 10%? And even, wow. even more have a specific fear of Friday the 13th. I'm going to try and say this word because this is the name, this is the term, the scientific term for the fear of Friday the 13th. Paraskevidek atriophobia. <laughs> Paraskevidek atriophobia. Paraskevidek atriophobia. Paraskevidek atriophobia. It is. Go look it up. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous word. It's like, it's halfway between Russian and, you know. Yeah. I don't even German, know. A little bit of German. German and some sort of a- alien language thrown in there. I have no idea. But anyway, um, there is a specific yeah phobia of Friday the 13th. And actually, Friday the 13th um, causes losses in excess of $800 million annually, according to CNBC. I mean, you say 10% <laughs> of the population, of the U.S. population. That's that's what we... 3% of 300 million? 10% of 300 million? That's what, 300,000 people? 10%? 10% of 300, 300 would be 30 million, no? Uh, thir- 300 million? If 300 million would be 30 million. 30 yeah. million people. Or, 
Yeah, I mean, like on if it's thirteen, the days they they just don't go to work or they just yeah. So <laughs> people avoid shopping. They avoid avoid traveling. They avoid uh, getting married. They avoid scheduling important appointments or events. And some people avoid working on Friday the thirteenth because mean, I, of this phobia. You know, I, I like that we bring up the economic factors to these holidays, uh, how they affect the economy, and this is a interesting factor, like interesting tidbit about this, about the number thirteen that it affects our numbers. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It affects the U.S. economy because yeah. of because of because of the people that the ten percent of the population, you know, that doesn't want to go to work that day. That's insane. Um, and uh, and following in that line. Of, of thinking here uh many buildings don't have a 13th floor or a oh 13th yeah I, room. I heard about this that's I, well i learned about it too but yeah i heard about it before that buildings avoid the 13 or like you go to an elevator and there's no a Th- number 13 no 13 or 13th room in a hotel or yeah. something you know um uh, high-rise buildings are often constructed without a 13th floor and hotels hospitals airports avoid using the number 13 for rooms or gates dude i was trying to remember any time like when i was researching this i was like okay yeah that's is that true like i have i have not seen a third like that's true i I don't see a gate 13 or something like that let me let me hit you with another mind-blowing stat okay so like i said researchers estimate 10 percent of the u.s population has a fear of the number 13 well, according to the Stress Management Center and Phobia Institute in Asheville, North Carolina, more than 80% of high-rise buildings in the U.S. do not have a 13th floor. 80%. So, yeah, 80%. it's pretty much all the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I And since, yeah, with that whole 10% of the population scared of it, I guess it makes sense. And I, I, I guess is this leading – I just want to talk about the superstition part about this now because – it, I, I guess if people believe in it enough, it, it kind of does come true. Yeah. You know? And and that's the – there's a cognitive contribution to this belief system. It's, it's a pattern, you know. Our brain likes to assign and see patterns and sequences that occur, whether they're coincidental or not. Yeah, this is the psychology aspect of this, right? Yeah. Pretty much. So we're we're looking for symbols in nature, you know. We're looking for um, we're looking for the patterns in na- in nature, and it strengthens our connection because if we can find someone else that believes in the the number thirteen, that strengthens yeah. our connection with them because they have the same kind of viewpoint on it uh, that we do. So these patterns that we see can be very helpful in building bonds and relationships. Yeah, or even just also avoid danger and you know be safe and stuff like that so like like i I, superstition is a very interesting thing about the human being is how how like because in in many other cultures there's other numbers right that they give they they give a negative or a positive tone to it so it's very fascinating how we as a human being when we talk about language you know like we we look at numbers and and we relate things like that. So we learn about the the apostles in the 13th. I mean, that's the religious Christian Western belief. And that brings the negative aspect to it. And that just grew. And that's because we related that number to, to that negative like event and stuff like that. So it just, 
we we as humans we like to follow patterns like that exactly and i just like when it's like friday the 13th i bet if something bad happens to you you're gonna remember that day because oh it's friday the 13th right like right <laughs> so it's so it's you know it just it just happens to be friday the 13th and you had a bad day so yeah i don't think it's very superstitions in the end right so we're looking you know we're we're forming connections and finding connections in places that weren't meant to be, you know, these are coincidences mm-hmm. that are really pushing us into forming these connections. He's seeing these patterns, these ideas, you know, and we weren't really not supposed it, to, it, it could become very bad. I mean, if we go, if, I mean, step on the crack, right? Break a mirror, all that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and people, there's obviously, you know, there's phobias about things like that. So yeah. very interesting to see where, Friday the 13th comes from um, and the unlucky number 13. Uh, But now we just wanted to briefly touch on some cultures that don't view the 13, number 13 is unlucky. Um, And it, it actually seems that the fear that surrounds number 13 is primarily a Western construct. It's, it's not, prevalent in the east that, that's the christian uh, aspect to the, to it right pretty much yeah and and again you know the norse had the the 12 true and and whatnot so you know we see these western european cultures that have this uh, idea um so the the ancient egyptians they actually consider the number 13 to be lucky so you know we don't we don't see every culture, and and again, this is an Eastern culture. It is a Fibonacci sense. number. Um, yeah, it's, it's still a good number <laughs> in that sense. And, however, there are other number phobias in different cultures. Um, the Chinese, for example, and in a lot of Asia, uh, Asian culture, the number four is very unlucky, and because it sounds like avoided. death, right? Yeah, four is. It sounds very next to like death how do you say death in spanish right i mean chinese (laughs) yeah the the chinese influenced linguistic uh aspect of it the words for four and death are very sound very similar 13 one and three is four dude (laughs) oh snap now we're making connections here (laughs) see see how easy it is (laughs) this is the kind of content that you guys tune in for right (laughs) making these deep connections here um, so it's interesting. It's interesting really seeing, uh, seeing the, um, the phobia it's called, uh, te- tetraphobia. That's fear, another... fear of the number four. Oh, okay. That sounds even better than the other one. That's a lot easier to say yeah. than <laughs> blah, 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 whatever, obia, right? <laughs> uh, Paris kivy catraphobia. Sounds um, like a Pokemon fusion. Right. I mean check out the the next mega evolutions right <laughs> um seriously you guys are gonna have to go g- google that because it is a very hard uh word i mean it's spelled p-a-r-a-s-k-e-v-i-d-e-k-a-t-r-i-a-p-h-o-b-i-a that is a long word <laughs> you know for for it for them to be phobias like for these numbers that's i mean that just i, I guess it, it it derives from 
early humans, right? Like, cause it, it's now ingrained in the brain. It's like a gen, it's like a psychological disease or like a, not a disease, but a phobia, right? Like, yeah, it affects your brain. So that's, that's crazy that numbers could do that, that our mind will do that, that we will make connections like this and really make, make us fear. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to, uh, to learn about this you know i i had no idea really before we started uh our research for this episode uh but that's gonna do it for this week's episode uh don't forget you can follow us on facebook uh on at origins a history podcast you can also follow us on instagram at origins dot a history podcast you can also listen to the show on spotify apple podcast amazon music google podcast stitcher pandora iHeartRadio. And anywhere else you consume your podcasts. Um, don't forget to join us next week. Uh, the popular holiday of 420, April 20th, is is right around the corner. That so, sounds very cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to do an episode on the origins of marijuana, and you know the origins of marijuana as a drug, and you know who used it in the past, and. Um, all kinds of stuff. So we're going to dive into the origins it's of that. It's still a great time because look at all these states, you know, make becoming legal and everything. So it's... it's Yeah, New Mexico. It's, it's becoming very... It's a cultural. relevant topic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, we hope you guys uh, tune in next week while when we trace the origins of marijuana. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll hope to see you next week. Hey, can we label this one? episode 14 i know it's the 13th but just to be safe now <laughs> no, oh kidding. man um, <laughs> we'll see all right next oh. time <laughs> all right guys take care